0: Bismillahir Rahmanir Raheem, Atiullah, ya Rasul, wa Aulul Amri minkum. And always a reminder for myself, ana Abdul Qad Ajis al Daif, wa wa Zalim, wa Jahl. And but for the grace of Allah that we are still in existence. Alhamdulillah, when Allah talks within Holy Qur'an that when they're on a ship in the storm. They begin to pray and cry out to Allah Ya Rabbi please save me. Because in that condition they feel surely they're going to drown, their ship is going to collapse and with all sincerity they're asking for help. And Allah describes that when the ship lands and comes back to land and save them from that calamity, they forgot what they promised Allah (inaudible) And they walk safely upon the earth and say, no, I don't remember, you know, feeling like that, I don't remember that type of fear. And they go about their life as if that situation had never occurred. And sincerity and the station of sincerity is they never forget, they forgive. They never forget, means human nature is to be forgetful, that they forget. They did something bad, next day they forgot. And by means of that forgetting, they try to continue with their life in their state of heedlessness, forgetting, 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 I won't backbite, they backbite, then again tomorrow. They say uh, At night they say, I will never do that again, Ya Rabbi please help me. By morning they're starting again. So the nature of humanity is to be forgetful. Sincerity is when Allah (inaudible) opened within their soul because it's all written on their soul. Every action is written, burned and encoded within their reality as they don't forget their talks, they don't have to open a book to talk. Because it's from their soul that's communicating like a CD. That they merely ask for madad and support. If support should come and feel necessary to come then that support addresses that person first and then everybody in the audience can benefit from that addressing to himself. That don't forget and don't enter into a state of forgetfulness. Because you become heedless and the state of heedlessness is then a danger and catastrophe. So sincerity opens the reality of the soul in which they don't forget anymore. They don't forget what they did, they don't forget what they promised and their life is trying to accomplish and ask and repent for all that they've done and all that they do. And they live a life of mahfira and tawbah that, Ya Rabbi forgive me and astaghfirullah for all that I've done wrong, I'm doing wrong, will do wrong. But they're not heedless anymore and they don't forget anything from anyone. And Allah open within their heart to forgive. Because it's one thing to forget, then you forgot what somebody did to you and the next day they do it again to you and then continue on with this difficulty. But sincerity opens for them to know all the wrongs that people have done to them. And it's whatever Allah has written for their life to be tested. So as a result they forgive. We talked last night about the difficulty. For one to be raised, one needs to be sacrificed. It's only two people on this earth, forget about everybody else. That's why they say, your life is within two days and two breaths, one in, one out. All the rest is a confusion. So if this life of ours is just two Two people, one is sacrificed and one is raised. Because the equation has to be balanced, both can't be raised because then He would have kept you in paradise. So then this life was about the one being raised and the one being sacrificed. By means of that sacrifice, a bad action, something wrong, the one being raised will reach the station that Allah wanted to grant to the servant. So when bad done to you, anger given upon you, something that angers you. Allah wanted to raise you. Why then is there to be angry with? There's none but Allah in that equation, who are you angry with? There's two people on earth, does that make sense? Two people on earth, Haji That's it. It's just you and the other person in life and then you're in a school of taslim that Allah is commanding both of us. So one bothers you. Oh Allah did that. There's none but Allah Don't complicate the formula thinking there's many, just think oh it's just two. Allah pushed you to be raised, pushed the other one to bother you, so who's there to be angry at? At Allah, Astaghfirullah. But He's teaching that I wanted to give you a station when this test came to you. You're praying for it. You're praying for this station. You say, why nothing's opening for me? Why my heart is not opening? Why my eyes not opening? Why my character's not opening? Well how is it going to open? You walk through the market and grocery store, all of a sudden in the meat department you have a khashf and everything open for you. Now wilayat and angels, go, here's a jubba, here's a crown. No. You walk in the meat store and somebody is attacking you, yelling at you, screaming at you and inside you you go, ah, I'm being raised. Not you beat the person because the one who was sacrificed to come and to do that to you is a sacrifice. That wasn't the destiny they probably wanted in life. But then Allah say, I raised you high enough and I put you in a school to understand that if you're being raised, why aren't you praying for the one who was sacrificed? The one who did bad, pray for them. And the one who did good was raised by Allah Allah gives a hisab. you don't need to take your hisab from people. I want you to understand, I want you to know, I want you to to understand what I understand. Who cares what anyone understands what you understand? Does Allah understand? Your hisab and your reward comes from Allah. If this is what we want in life, the tariqah and all of its aspects of life for our children, our families, our spouse, it doesn't matter what it is, is that you want Allah's satisfaction. If Allah is satisfied, everything fits in its place. So it's always a reminder for this ocean of taslim that I'm going to be tested, Allah going to raise, and with that raise I forgive because I'm not heedless. The heedless one forgets, oh I even enrolled in a school, I didn't know I was in a school of adab, screams and yells at everybody. Because they're heedless. At night they sat in the zikr, by morning they're screaming at somebody, they forgot that they were in a school of, of tariqah. And that's what that means, that Allah is, is continuously looking at us and say, Why are you proud? Why you have this type of character? When you come to the zawiyah you serve. When you come to the zawiyah you teach your children, sit on the floor, sit in the back, don't talk, don't take a table and a seat at the dining. Your children are not special. You don't want to be punished by Allah You teach them humility, there'll be nothing in life Baba, otherwise when you become big Allah will bring you down. If you, if you keep a low to the surface life and keep yourself to be low, you have a lot better chance of surviving difficulties. Don't raise them high for somebody to bring them down, teach them be down. Don't sit at the table, sit on the floor with all the other people. You can see the character of the family by looking at the character of the children. Means everything in tariqah is a training, is a school of realities. Teach the manners now so that when we grow up we don't have these difficulties. So then comes and teaches the adab, teaches the state, don't be forgetful. That as soon as you become more and more sincere, you forget nothing. You remember every time some difficulty comes, I'm being tested by Allah Imagine to reach a state of sincerity in which it comes to you instantly because Allah sends support to you. When Sayyidina Yusuf was overtaken by a desire, Allah saved him because he's masoom. But pious people are mafuz and guarded that when you're you're being tempted by something you're being angry, temptation is is not only bad desire but is anger, is every type of bad character you're going to exhibit. Then they're teaching that sincerity comes and a whisper comes to you, keep your good character. Don't lose what Allah has dressed upon you, don't enter into these bad characteristics. And as a result they become more sincere, more sincere. And Allah dress upon their reality, they don't forget but they forgive because they don't enter into a state of heedlessness and forget what was done but they forgive. And then Allah dresses them because that's a noble characteristic. To forget then you don't know what the person did, you forgot. But to forgive and to never forget, it's a noble character, it's the nobility of the prophets that they were dressed with. Their nations did many harms to them, people around them did many harm to them. But as a result because they're a servant of Allah they set the example that they forgive, they forgive, they forgive. And this is the characteristic in which our lives is to strive for that reality. That we pray in these days of difficulty that Allah mm-hmm. dress us and bless us from these good characteristics. The immensity of difficulties opening upon this earth is not something that people can conceive. It means we started with the understanding of the ship because people have the feeling as soon as one wave is over of difficulties, whew, great, I'm going back to all my regular things. But this journey just began and wave after wave of difficulties will be coming. And that's the system, that's the time, that's the time in which we live is Akhir Zaman. Means the waves that come of, of sicknesses and difficulties, they say there's something now coming out of West Africa that is a version of Ebola in which the person becomes sickened and begins to bleed from their entire body. And these difficulties that come, they don't go. This is a zaman in which we're living of immense difficulties opening upon this earth. Means the good character is what saves us. Hold tight to the rope of Allah and don't tafarraq, don't split. And when people are are consumed in their mind thinking, because what happens when when you forget and you you are heedless in your character, is that you forgot. Why am I with them? What type of difficulty was I'm coming to their door and I got saved by? And now I forget why I'm with them and as a result, I'm going to leave them. Uh, I don't know why I'm even with you guys. I think I'm good. I think I've always been good. But that's not how they came to the door. They came with a difficulty and as a result of that difficulty, Allah <laughs> inspired, right? Nabi Musa was called to see a fire. If he was fantastic walking through the desert, he wouldn't have drawn his attention to Allah being a flame, a fire. The holy presence means for every, يَا Allah puts a condition so the servant will move to the opening and the door. If we forget that condition and the condition of this dunya, then every time the ship lands in a state of ease, oh I'm great, everything fantastic, I don't even know why I have to be with you people. So our job is, well let me remind you why, because this love, this muhabbat, is connected to their oceans of power. Means it's a it's a lifeline like an IV from heaven. Izatullahi wa izza rasuli wa is coming to the servant and this is in this month's surah. That when they wanted power Allah described my izza, my honour, they called it honour, it was izza which is this might and power of Allah is flowing from Allah to the presence of Sayyidina Muhammad If after all we taught about the presence of Prophet you believe it easy to do, good luck. But then Allah gives a robe, وَذَتَ Al Mu'minin. That these Mu'mineen whom are connected in ropes from the heart of Sayyidina Muhammad they have a an izzat and might flowing through them, known, unknown people. They see it, they don't see it. They should see the signs of it by what's being taught, the, the conduct, the character. All the different signs that Allah is always asking from the servants that, how many of my signs do you deny? That you were in difficulty and you were taken out of it by means of them. You were in sicknesses and you were taken out of it by means of them. You were lost and misguided and guided and now by means of them. Allah is asking again, for how many of the signs of mine are you going to deny? So it means that when people come towards guidance their life was on a hectic ship and a life of a storm in a dark storm either very tumultuous and all over the place or just dark and not understanding what direction they're supposed to be going. And as a result of all the barakah and the blessings and everything that had been dressed upon them, they come onto the earth again and say, ah, everything's great. And the reality of warning is this hasn't even begun yet. If you thought the last two years was a bit odd, imagine what opens onto this earth. And when we're talking akhir zaman and all sorts of difficulties, all sorts of hardships and what they're asking from us is then stay connected and with that connection you should have a very strong relationship that which of these shaykhs do you know? The one you watch but doesn't watch you? The one you click through hundreds of different videos but it has no understanding of who you are. That's why the reality of then build the relationship. Whoever it is, you better go and build that relationship so that you know you're connected and that you're holding tight to their rope. That's why then all these teachings support. This is the month in which to begin supporting, these are the months in which these fundraisings take place, Rajab, Shaban, Ramadan. When people feel their faith is weak, give big, tie your leg to that ship because it seems like you're about to run but you're running into a horrific storm. We described when we first landed here that a day would come where people say, Shaykh how we know we're going to be safe, we're going to be safe? I said, this day is going to come where and that's why the faith is so strong that we'll tell you sit down and be patient in this room and you'll hear scratching and screaming and all sorts of things at the door and your inclination will be, "Ah, I'm not safe here, I'm going to go run to somewhere to be safe, run to the bushes which is the ship of Sayyidina Nuh it's clearly difficulty coming. He says, "Get on board with my ship." And his son said, ah, "I can find a mountain of my own." It means it comes to the agal of people, I'll find my own safety. I said, "But you don't have really an idea. You're already a heedless person. You have no idea what's coming. That you think you're going to find your own mountain through all the trainings and all the difficulties they've been through. So they're teaching a difficulty coming." And your own fear will make you to run but in the wrong direction. So the tariqah comes and teaches then, how do I know I'm not going to run? Tie your foot to them, give, give so much that in your heart you think that, how am I going to leave this guy and redo this whole thing with somebody else? Redo my whole connection with them, my whole understanding? And that would, told you, was the shaykhs in Algeria when they were fighting. He knew his students were going to fight. He was uh, the lion of the desert, he was an Algerian shaykh, one of the tariqah shaykhs. He took all his students and said, tie your foot to my foot and they tied their foot and he lined them up and he says, okay, now that we're all tied, there's a tank battalion coming. He said, like, what? Yeah, battalion of tanks coming, I'm going to teach you what to recite and how to fight. and You have nowhere to run. How are you going to untie your foot from the shaykh's foot? They know when things come, you're running. And when you know you're going to run, tie yourself, tie your camel. What Prophet said Tie your camel. Who's the camel? Yeah, we don't have a camel. So why you think Prophet taught about something that is irrelevant today? When, when Prophet is saying, tie your camel, means what? Your camel, naqatullah is your soul. Tie your camel, and everyone quotes that. I like those other guys with the tablecloths, they quote that a lot. Tie your camel, use your akal not to go with them. <laughs> Surah Al Munafiqeen even says the same. They were fighting people and saying, Why are you supporting Sayyidina Muhammad? It says in Surah Al Munafiqeen, they were going and making fitna to people, say, so Why are you supporting him? And this was the job of a munafiq. And they keep quoting everything incorrectly. But when Prophet is saying, tie your camel, what would be the relevance today when none of us own a camel? But awliya come and teach, naqatullah is your soul, it's from Allah And it can go a long distance without water, without sustenance. You know it's a creature that moves for a long time without tajalli, without zikr, without prayers. And they want to kill their own soul and Allah is forbidden. That this soul, she is from paradise, let her to drink from the well of reality. Let your soul to drink from these haqqaiqs, from these zikrs and these powers. So this hadith is in reference to the soul. How do you tie your camel, how do you tie your soul to somebody? Is that you love them more than you love yourself. You support their causes and their programs in every way possible so that you're tied to that person and you're not running. That is the thing that people worship of this dunya, they worship dunya. We know for ourselves that every time a difficulty came, it's, good God, where am I going to go? All that I established and all these years I put into service, where am I going to go? And I'm going to try to do that over again and go nowhere. I say, right there, tied down to the whole system and that becomes the secret of our reality. That's why they ask for the support, that's why they say this is the month into support. It's two and a half years we're fundraising for a center in Los Angeles and it means that people have to support. Not the people in Los Angeles but the people from all over the world, from the UK are supporting, from everywhere in the world. It's not to think that, oh, I don't know if I'm gonna pray there for me to support, it doesn't matter. These good deeds and good projects will be written to the soul. That these establishments of zikr… We said before that taking people's change and making a circle of paradise is not an easy project. But as soon as you make it, there's a circle of paradise now on this earth because the halaqahs are circles of paradise. So, to make a halaqah and to make a, a place in which people will be coming to remember Allah and correctly with the love of Sayyidina Muhammad is not something small, it's an immense reality. Even if you don't live to see it and I don't live to see it, we live trying to do it because that's the intention. Mawlana Shaykh would teach, live with an intention. Make intention every day, Ya Rabbi, give me a life. We have in doya in, Mandur. In Huh? Give me an umr to see Sayyidina Mahdi as-salam. Give me an umr a life in which to see Sayyidina Isa Because I know if I should die before that Allah will bring my soul to be at that time. You made an intention and Allah will bring your soul to be in service to Sayyidina Mahdi as-salam. So it means alhamdulillah all of these are immense realities, this is the tying of the camel. It tie your camel to these good deeds and good projects and it ties you to the shaykh, it ties you to the shaykh's organizations. And all these m- men and gentlemen whom are serving and driving the cars and giving out the food and the ladies who are putting out into the orphanages and different projects, all the people whom are serving and serving online and commenting online and going to the store, going to the website, going to the charity. Everything that everyone is doing, it's all witnessed by Allah It's witnessed by Sayyidina Muhammad and witnessed by awliyaullah. This is the lifeline that flowing through our hearts. The same way that we teach and we show up to teach, we could sit at home and do nothing and not serve, but our life is to serve. And with this service and good character opens every fires and every good action and every good blessing. These are what we put into our hisab. For these difficulties that are coming, do you think that there's any money in your account that will stop a sickness? Big bank, you have big bank accounts big bank accounts and you think that this this virus stops because you got cash or sickness has come because you have something? No, it obliterates everything and goes straight through. Only one who can stop it is Allah The only one who can intercede against it is Sayyidina Muhammad that's why then our bank account in dunya is one thing, set your family good, take care of all your children, alhamdulillah. But the real account that you need is in your Akhirah. That you have an account with Allah you have account in all these projects. That you have shares with Allah and shares with Sayyidina Muhammad Wasallam. It's those shares that save us from difficulty. Ya Rabbi please from my account heal my child, heal them from this sickness, heal this loved one that I have. From my good hisab, Allah wants from the goodness of what You've put aside, You can use it for that. You have something to ask Allah by, that's why they're not heedless. They don't think that, oh we got through this now there's nothing else just good days rolling ahead. It was a test, it was all just a practice. What coming is far more deadly, far more serious, far more horrific. All the money in the world won't help people but if that money is used in Allah's way and masjid and centers are built, projects are done, food is given. Food and water are given to people. Can you imagine we said before, do your children get happy when you turn your sink on? For them to brush their teeth? Have you ever seen any of your kids smile? You, you have to smack your kids to turn the water off. You're just letting it flow for no reason. Look at the faces of these children who are smiling because there's a water well. That maybe it was a lot closer to their life and they're using that. What type of enjoyment that Allah takes when He sees that you take care of these servants and Allah says, I will take care of your children now. But what will He do with you with just money in your account? That you're amassing but not to buy a center, you're just amassing it. It won't help you through the difficulties that are coming. People can be eating and drinking from it, a zikr can be established by it. And that's why they're not heedless. They understand the difficulties that are coming. They understand that in Ayatul Kareem, in this holy month, Allah <coughs> describes that at the moment of death they will ask Allah. Was it verse 10? 63, verse 10, Hajj Shahid. Let's. وَأَنفِقُوا مِمَّا رَزَقْنَاكُم مِّن قَبْلِ يَأْتِيَ أَحَدَكُمُ الْمَوْتُ فَيَقُولَ رَبِّ لَوْلَا أَخَّرْتَنِي إِلَى أَجَلٍ قَرِيبٍ فَأَصَّدَّقَ وَأَكُن مِّنَ الصَّالِحِينَ صدق الله العلي العظيم بارك الله في رسول الكريم that they'll say to Allah when the angel of death is coming, give me a respite, give me a time, give me a time Ya Rabbi, just a short time so that I can go back empty all my accounts for charity. And then Allah describing how to reach the maqam as-salihin. So when somebody wants to think how they're going to be salihin is Allah gave in Surah al Munafiqeen. That the servant will ask that they gave everything in the way of Allah to be granted this reality and the station of saliheen. Didn't ask Allah we said last year too, didn't ask Allah let me go back and make all my salah. So it means Allah is showing the significance of support versus your amal. Your salah has to be judged, right? Your fasting has to be judged. Maybe you give a lot of qaybah and backbiting while you're fasting, oh is okay, let's see how much that count for. Your zakah has to be judged. Everything got to be judged but zakah is not judged. That they gave in the way of Allah doesn't matter that Allah gives the reward for that And as a result not only they did these good deeds and these events and these protections but Allah said, they are from saliheen because the default. The one who didn't do it, he's hoping to become saliheen. And Allah saying, no, those who did it, they are saliheen, they are righteous servants of Allah And the ones whom are like that in their character, Allah connect them with who? these are the four that are with Allah Nabi'een, you have to be connected to the love and the ishq of a Prophet of Allah and the greatest of them Sayyidina Muhammad Siddiqeen, that you have to be connected to the holy companions. And there's only two companions that have tariqahs for people to be following, Imam Al-Salam and Sayyidina Abu Bakr as-Siddiq and Naqshbandiya takes from both. Sayyidina Abu Bakr as siddiq and the secret of Imam Ali as-Salam, Siddiqeen and Shuhada that you have to be sitting in the association of Ahlul Basira in which their hearts are open. They're Mushahada that they witness, they teach from witnessing in their heart, not philosophy of a book that they never understood. And as a result they're surrounded by Salihin. Because Allah cleanse and purify their students and make their students to have the best of characters, the best of generosity, the best of what Allah loves and dresses them and blesses them. But as a result of all of that, these are the immense protections of what's coming upon this earth of immense difficulties, immense difficulties. We don't know from which of these good deeds is shielding us like a ta'weez. Not only we wear the physical ta'weez, but what is the ta'weez of giving water, of giving food, of building a zawiya, building a place where people will come to remember Allah When everyone says, Allah, imagine the reward you get for saying Allah But what about the one whom built that place, established that place for you to come and to mention Allah What is the original blockchain? Now we're all studying NFTs. Uh, Where are the NFT experts and how come they're not helping us? You're studying NFTs, why? Because on your non-tangible asset and your action, I'm going to put a smart contract on you and everything you do it's going to send something back to me. Well, who was the original NFT? Allah Zawajal. Everything you do has a smart contract and everything you do sends a, a barakah and a blessing into your account. Everything for its perpetual. When sadaq al-jariyah is not understood but now NFTs everyone's trying to get into it. It's a sadaq al-jariyah. Not for sadaq in the sense of Allah Zawajal. it's our understanding that that smart contract is attached to something. The kid's giving you back something by a contract and Allah says, I'm the originator of all of these. You build a well, it's an NFT from Allah a smart contract that you get the sabab, you get the blessing and give you for all of eternity that you established and it never ends because Allah's blockchain doesn't go down and it's eternal. People are putting all their hopes on a blockchain from earth. You don't know if somebody explodes the blockchain, then what happens? But Allah's mind is is bulletproof. The eternal blockchain that never goes down and has a smart, smart contract on every action of every created servant. You pray, it's on that contract. You pay, it's on that contract. You establish this, it's on that contract and receiving its dividends and its infinite blessings and it can't be destroyed. And Allah said, you better put a little bit more on those smart contracts because of the difficulty coming. With your heavenly currency it may take away many difficulties, many hardships. We pray that Allah open our hearts in this holy month of Rajab, in these holy nights, in these holy blessings now opening the birth of Imam Ali Salam and tonight, tomorrow night, then we have Isra wal-Miraj, immense blessings. And then Nisfa al and then the holy month of Ramadan. And we pray that Allah give us a life in which to see these nights and these blessings, grant us to understand what we started with of good character, take away heedlessness. Let me not to forget that I'm enrolled in a school of manners to control my bad character to reach to what Allah wants me to reach and that to live a life of generosity and support. Subhana rabbika rabbalizzati amma yasifoon wa salaamun an mursaleen. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Bi hurmati Muhammad al-Mustafa bi siri Surat al-Fatiha.